We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a 1930s gangster using Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Yeah, see? This Name Your Price tool really lays it all out on the table, see? All I had to do was tell her how much I wanted to spend, and it gave me options in one place, see? Makes all of it easy to see, see? It's easy to find insurance that fits your budget with the Name Your Price tool, only at Progressive.com. I might need glasses so I can see more when I'm doing gangster stuff, see? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was 1-1, and all of a sudden he goes, oh, Dad, it's 2-1. And I like run and go, really? And he goes, just kidding. <laughs> I was like, did I just get played by a four-year-old? This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by rotowire.com, the premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, EFS lineup optimizers, and more, Head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Lair. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Merry Christmas Eve day to all who celebrate. And if all who all who celebrated Festivus yesterday had a happy Festivus. Uh, I had a great time at my Festivus celebration. And joining me, as always, is Andrew Laird. 
And Andrew, just to get us started here, if you were to send a Christmas card to three fantasy uh, Premier League players, just, you know, to show them your appreciation for all they've done for you this uh, in the past year, who would it be? Who would the three people be? I really thought you were going to air your grievances right now. No, I, <laughs> I, I will attempt a feat of strength later. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man. This, my, my thoughts were running very quickly on this. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, uh, three fantasy Premier League players. You have to send one to Riyad Mahrez as a thank you for everything he's been doing. Um, I would send one to Mesut Ozil as well. And my final one would be Jack Butlin for making me look good back in August. That might have even been July. Before before I go into mine, uh, <laughs> I had to mute my microphone for a second because when I podcast, you know, my cat usually sits right next to me. And she was just laying down, and then she decided to roll over so that I can, like, scratch her stomach. And so I scratch her stomach just a little bit, and then she tries to, like, jiggle to give herself more attention. And when she jiggled, she fell off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Did you, been... did you mute it because you were laughing or because? Yes, I was laughing oh, okay. incredibly hard. Okay. But, yes, those are three good players as well. Um, you know, for me, it would be um, the the striking pair of uh, of Watford, oh, just yeah, because you just basically one. couldn't go wrong. And if you're just talking this season, Jamie Vardy's got to be on that list for you yeah, know the fair. eleven straight. And you know, finally for me, um, Bronislav Ivanovic for proving me 100% correct at the beginning of the season. <laughs> so uh, even he's turning he around. Yeah, he's yeah he's turned it around. He scored a center back goal. He, so yeah, three clean sheets since he came back from injury. Yeah, and how many points have they gotten total? Who cares? We're talking about fantasy, aren't we? Oh my god. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that noise you just heard was my cat again knocking something off the couch. Okay, so and is there any one particular player that you would just give a lump of coal to? A lump of coal too. Um, no, I try to be a little more positive during the. Uh, this, the so this would be the, the airing of grievances portion. <laughs> of the um, I don't say. No, I, you will probably give one to the entire Chelsea squad, but oh, just one player particularly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I'll I'll keep the coal to myself. I will say Eden Hazard. Yeah, I knew that was going shame on you. Um, just, just, just shame on you. If the reports are true and, you know, when the Chelsea fans really turn on players, that's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, and, and and when you when they support a fired coach because they were doing so badly instead of you, there, there's got to be some fire to all that smoke. Yeah. So shame on you. Why do you choose him over Costa or Fabregas? Because Hazard is supposed to be the he's face supposed to be good. Yeah. He's supposed to be the face of this team. He's supposed to be the future, the building block. And now... You don't even know he's going to be there past the summer. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Oh well. Womp womp indeed. <laughs> okay, but let's uh, be, uh, so today we're going to go over the full slate of games. So all twenty teams play this oh, yeah. on on Boxing Day, and so you get all the games to choose from, which is a rarity, but something we are going to do uh, for our DraftKings lineup later on in the show. But first, let's whip around all these games that we have. And there are some very interesting matchups here, uh, starting off with the first game that we are going to talk about, which would be the 745 game on Boxing Day. Stoke at the Britannia against Manchester United. 
a game that'll be a complete snore fest, but there's a lot of defensive potential here, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I think you could definitely focus on the, the defenses. The problem is that Manchester United is probably only going to start two like fantasy designated defenders because Matteo Darmian is still out. They've got nobody on the left side. They lost Luke Shaw early. Marcos Rojo is still out. They, I guess, could throw Guillermo Varela out there, but they had been using daily blend. So they're going to use likely use blend at left back, Ashley Young at right back, and then they'll have Smalling and Jones, who are you know fine options in FPL, but for daily games they're kind of uh, worthless because they do so little. You know, if you you'll you can take your three points on DraftKings for the clean sheet, but there's plenty of upside elsewhere. And on the Stoke side, um, you know, I think you could absolutely start Glenn Johnson or Eric Peters, but expecting, you know, one of those to become an assist, I think is a little naive because, you know, United have been pretty good defensively, much better at home. So, we'll, you know, you can say that, but um, I don't know. I think, like you said, it'll be a snooze fest. Now, uh, I, do you think this is LVG, LVG's last game? God, I hope not. Because that means that it's Mourinho on the 28th against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Which would just be a disaster. Did you uh, see what he did at his press conference this week? Or yesterday, I, I guess? No. So they basically asked him like very simple questions of like, you know, basically whether he's feeling any pressure in this job. And he went on this five-minute rant, which in classic Dutch fashion, apologies to our Dutch listeners, but it took five minutes to basically say like 12 words. But he was essentially like blaming the media for stoking the flames of you know the the sacking talk he like he acknowledged that like there's did you did you say the stoking of the (laughs) i did completely uh unintended but (laughs) i wish i had intended that um he i can't believe i just said that he um acknowledged that like they're talking about him getting sacked and he's like you know how do you think that makes my wife feel or my friends and it's like really like this is where you're going with this you're you know you basically come into this job considered, you know, so one of the 10 best managers of the world. Yeah. And you're like worried about what the media is saying about you getting sacked. And it's like they have it, they it, have feelings, too. That's that's exactly how it came off. He was like, you know, you you're hurting the, the feelings of everybody around me. And he's like, he basically was a complaining because people are calling him like, did you did you get fired and all this stuff? And he's just like, just drop it. I'm I'm still here. He's obviously he was there. He's giving the press conference, but he didn't take any questions. So. Um, you know, he just like got up and left and I'm not sure what that accomplished for him other than like, please stop doing that. But like, I can't imagine the players are like looking at him. He's like, he was talking about how he's trying to like build the confidence in his players and blaming the media for them not being confident. And it's like, that's your job. Like you, you are the one who needs to convince them that they're good enough to do this. And he's essentially saying that because his feelings are hurt, he's not going to be able to do it. Yeah, it's... it's outrageous. <laughs> That's but if they lose this game, he should get canned. If they <clears throat> what if they draw it? I think if what they if lose it's another nil nil draw. No, I think if I think he can save his his job with a point. But he he was like, you know, we were first four weeks ago, and we can be first in four weeks. And it's like, I don't think so. <laughs> You're depending on a lot of other clubs to lose to get to get back to that point, and he's lucky they're still in that where they are. Yeah, they need. Yeah, they just need to focus on top four. Yeah, I think the problem is this: he's just spent way too much money to have such poor results. See, I, I, I just, 
I just if you're going to spend money in the market you pay what the market dictates and whether what the total number is it's just what the total number is i don't like that argument well the, the the argument is not so much that you can't spend that money it's that you're spending that much money on the wrong players well he spent money on players that are going to help further down the road they said initially you know anthony martial is not going to be you know the be all end all striker for mm-hmm. the season you know that they they bought him for the future and he's shown flashes of why they've done so and that, that that's the whole thing. They bought a young player and they got a young player. I don't understand why that there's a disconnect between what the expectations are, maybe because he started so well, which could have been detrimental. But I, I think it's that if you're going to spend money on the future for a club like Manchester United, you have to work that into into uh, successful football in the club. And there's that's not happening. He's there. He's one of their best players and he there's, shouldn't be. I think, you know, and we in there's a lot of talk about this in, in the NFL too, uh, how there's instant gratification and there's no patience for coaching. You know, the coach that lasts five years is a rarity, and in in soccer it's even less. Mm-hmm. It's three years; it's a rarity. Right? Wasn't it after but, a time? But that's the point. What wasn't it? There was there was a time where I think it was wasn't Louis Van Hull one of the one of the longest tenured managers at their at his club after Arsene Wenger? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's Arsene Wenger and then everyone else, like, three years, like, maximum. Yeah. Because, you know, Big Sam was fired, uh, you know, because he was at West Ham for a while. But And and when uh, Pulis left uh, Newcastle, it was just, there was nobody at clubs for a long time. Yeah, that's what I meant, sorry. Yeah, it's, um, but but that's the point, right? I mean, there's no, there's no uh, expectation that when you hire somebody like Louis Van Hall, that it should take five years to get better, especially with two hundred million think, pounds spent. Well, here, here was the thing: like, if people looked at the last Manchester United roster that won the, you know, that won the Premier League with, uh, under Sir Alex, and that was a bad roster. Yep, it was bad. Yep. and they somehow still won. I don't, and you know, whether it whether it be due to Liverpool and Chelsea's incompetence at the end. Uh, which you know it could have been, but it, it, there's, it, it, I I just I think that I, I I think that there's been a a a real shift, you know, in the in in the Premier League that the bigger clubs are just not adjusting to, and it's the the big shift is that the lower level clubs have gotten a lot more money. Yeah. So they 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 go out and they get players too, and they're probably. And they're doing things differently, and they're playing a different game, and the big clubs just haven't adjusted. That definitely makes—that's definitely part of the argument. The The problem is, is that specifically Manchester United, or you could throw in Chelsea, Man City there, Arsenal to a lesser degree. They're going after the level of player that will not play for any of these other clubs. So they may have more money, but— West Brom or Swansea or Crystal Palace are not getting Memphis to pay. And when you're spending for that level of player, you need to get the results from it. And he hasn't been able to do that. I mean, these are guys that he purchased. You know, we'll give him, I think, was Andrew Herrera there by the time. Like I I said, I just think, I I just think they need more time. Like, yeah, that's not how soccer works. You don't get time. (laughs) You're, you're, you're asking these really young, 
men, you know, and let, let's let's keep in mind how young these guys are to to move to a new country where they know nobody uh, and to play in a league where they haven't played before. And for a lot of them, they're stepping up in quality of league. They're not going laterally. And there's a lot of adjusting that needs to be done. Some of them don't speak the language very well. And it's it's a lot to adjust to, and these players need time, which is why I'm always so wary of getting those first-year players mm-hmm. because there's so much to adjust to. Yeah. And, I... and, and, I mean, Memphis Depay has been given no time to be amazing. I think Louis Van Hall is falling under that a little bit right now, but it's it, – it, it, it is – I mean, it, it, Louis Van Hall has done himself no favors in his press conferences. He's just been surly and uh, – just just harsh to, to, to the media. He's just, you know, and that's what he gets. If you don't treat them well, they're not going to treat you well. But in, in general, I just think time is what they need and they probably just won't get it. I think you're overstating the youth. Like, I think you're looking at Martial and Depay and saying that that's the youth they have, but they have a number of players who have been in the Premier League for quite some time that, yeah, but that goes back to my first one, that that roster is just not very good. It's just bad. Well, I mean... Like, Michael Carrick right now is just... He's a shell. Yeah, but Schneiderlin is excellent. He And, and he's in fairness, good. he's been good this year. But, uh, you know, not getting anything out of Rooney or Mata or well, Pereira. Rooney, Rooney has a lot of miles under his tires. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it could be the beginning of the end <clears throat> for him. Really could be. I, I think there's just no path to success other than we're going to go sign Ronaldo or Bale. Right. Yeah. I Which isn't happening. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Ridiculous <clears throat> things are happening. Does this team win the Premier League with Bale? No. Right. That's the goal for this club, though. The goal they, for they, Manchester United is always to win the Premier League. Yeah. They, and they, now you're they, trying to do this with a team that can't even do it with yeah, they also Bale. got dec- – they've been decimated by injuries in, in defense, to be fair. To be fair, that's that's not the problem. Defense yeah, isn't the problem. They're, no, they're not, they're they're not, not losing games because they're giving up eight goals. Yeah, but they're not scoring any. They're, they're sacrificing the ability to score goals to keep people out. <clears throat> I guess. I guess you could I, – I think that's an excuse and not a reason. On the Stoke side of this game, uh, offensively, Boyan, um, do you like any of the options here? Uh, or do you think Manchester United are going to batten down the hatches like we've been talking about for far too long? For far too long, yeah. Um, I think they will try to do that, um, which is crazy that – I'll go back to that crazy that a club like that is doing it. But, yeah, I would have no problem going with uh, with Boyan or um, – I guess I'd, I'd look at Shakiri briefly. But I think um, specifically on this slate, like since we're playing a whole slate um, on a lot of these daily games, I don't think he would find a way into my roster. Boyan, I think, is the only one I'd really consider. And then some of the defenders. Not even Arnautovic? Um, he's a little too hit or miss for me. And I'd okay. rather hit try to hit somewhere else. I do, yeah, I think in general, you, I, I would just state defenders and maybe goalkeepers in this one instead of anybody else. Yeah. All right. This so game I don't think is included in the uh, in most of the DraftKings ones because that's their early game. But I think they have they definitely have full day ones. So yeah. Now, for 
Aston Villa at home against West Ham. Uh, I mean, West Ham got some good news today that yeah. potentially at the end of the, you know, right, right at the start of 2016 that Dimitri Payet could be back, which That's is huge. tremendous news. Yeah. Um, they, they, they need some good news from the injury front. Uh, and Aston Villa are just just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Hutton, actually, I think, though, on the on the DraftKings side of this, actually, is an interesting option. But uh, outside of that, I think you can you can pretend, you can make a strong case for a lot of West Ham players that you can get for pretty cheap. Yeah, and they're not even that good. That's no, they're not. So I think that's what that speaks to Aston Villa that uh, West Ham's missing, you know, three or four of their better players. And you would have no problem taking their replacements on the road. <laughs> so, yeah, the Astonville is just ugly. I don't think there's anybody I would really want on my team. And West Ham, uh, you're going to have to pick and choose. Andy Carroll's kind of banged up, so my guess is they don't play him because he can break so easily. And He'll be plan B, just in case. I think he might be plan C, actually. Because I doubt they start Yelovich and Enter Valencia together, but I would I would certainly consider either one of them. What about Zarat? Um yeah, I, I think he plays a little further back, but yeah, I think he he's worth a look. Um he's probably he's definitely a little more expensive than those other two. So if you're kind of um you know, if you're looking for the goal upside, it's those two guys, although he has been crossing a ton lately, so that helps. Zarat. Yeah, but yeah, I think all the value is on the West Ham side of this matchup here, yeah. uh, and there's not really much else to say about this matchup. Nope. I would also in the ten o'clock slate where there's so many games, I would not watch this. Yeah, no. So oh, gosh, no. let's move on to a game that I, th- I would watch and I might watch a little bit, but it would be Burnmouth at home at the Vitality against. <laughs> uh, I just love that it's the Vitality Stadium. <laughs> all right, and uh, against uh, Crystal Palace, I think this game will be very interesting. Um. Yeah, it sounds like, and I know you don't think it matters, but Connor Wickham is probably going to miss out. Don't and, care. Well, the reason why I care is because they're clearly much better with a recognized striker. And they have another one. They just refuse to play. Yeah, they're not. Th- my thought is maybe Marouane Shamak gets the start, which <laughs> is just absurd. But I think he'll. I think he's the one who's going to get the call and. The only thing worse, the only worse decision than starting uh, Shamak is Shamak's choice in hairstyle. <laughs> I'm not even sure that is hair. Um, <laughs> Yoan Kabai. Maybe uh, not originally from the top of his head. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Oh, God. Yoan Kabai's 50 50. Uh, Jednak could play if Kabai doesn't. Balassi's getting a late fitness test. Sacco is out. Um, Dwight Gale, who would probably start for Wickham, is out. Which oh, gets you closer to, to Bamford, but yes. The other thing we have to consider here, and I don't think it's going to happen today, as opposed or excuse me, Saturday as opposed to Monday, is we could see some squad rotation that theoretically could open a spot up for Bamford. I don't think it happens to Bamford as opposed to a few other guys, but um, you know this this is the time of year where lineups are are more you know not that they're more important but it's yeah it's 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 when you're happy what it's it's when you're happier that you play daily than season long yeah totally totally um so we i remember this time last year we were talking about chelsea and how they were going to rotate and they didn't at not all a, not a, not a soul and, and 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 after the holiday period they were not the same yep yep and 
you know, they went on to win the title, but now they're 16th or wherever they are. And I think it's pretty clear that a lot of it is that they were just run down from last year. And some of that was this holiday I think, period. I think they were run down physically, but more emotionally yeah. or mentally. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've, you've seen the rumblings. Don't underestimate hurt feelings. <laughs> on, the Burnmouth, on the Burnmouth side of this. No junior uh, Stanislas. Yeah. No that, Joshua King. Everyone mourns the loss. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to plug in Mark Pugh, do not expect the same results. Nope, but there is someone who you could expect some of the results from who I've been talking about. <laughs> I think this is the wrong matchup for it. Uh, we're not going to boil over tonight or Saturday. No, no, I really don't, which means okay. that he's going to score. Yeah. But Dan Gosling, Dan Gosling hat trick. Dan Gosling would be the guy. If you're going to take a midfielder not named Matt Ritchie, it would have to be Gosling. Okay. And, I mean, you could potentially think about Harry Arder, but. Yeah, he plays a little too centrally. Because exactly. what, what's really nice about these Burmouth, um, you know, outside midfielders and their fullbacks as they cross so much so they they provide you with a decent floor and you know they've obviously been scoring lately so you have a higher chance of them getting a part of that score, yeah but so. uh, crystal palace especially on the road have been tremendous defensively but what about the glenn murray revenge game that that sound was the crickets that you're going to hear really question the club he did so much for for the two years that he was there my point exactly <laughs> yeah i wouldn't uh i wouldn't sleep on him I, I wouldn't play him but i think the the drop off in a t in the burnmouth attack as a whole is not that low um between murray and joshua king so I, you know where well i think that like if you go from on the west ham side if you downgrade from diafrasako to nikisa yelovich i think that's a, a far bigger drop in terms of the West Ham attack as opposed to the Burnmouth attack that should, I think it'll act the same way. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, but, uh, you know, I'm not buying. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So uh, the game that I will be watching at 10 o'clock, not because it's just Chelsea, but because I think it's actually a very good barometer for where they're at. Um, Chelsea at home against Watford. Chelsea if they're going to show that they are serious, they will have to break down a very good defense in Watford. Yep. And stop um, a very good attack. And stop a, a or two very good attackers. Two very good attackers who just torment center backs, especially slow center backs. Mm. The, and I, I saw a rumor today that almost that woke me up. Basically, because like the first thing I do is I check some of like the transfer rumor pages when I wake up, and then I go I go right back to sleep. I don't have to go to work or something. Uh, but this rumor, <laughs> this but this rumor made me wake up. It was that Chelsea are thinking about loaning Kurt Zuma in to January. Wat to Watford or just no, out? No, it out. Just out. <sighs> Which infuriates me. <laughs> that would infuriate me if they did that. That's one position where they don't have anybody right now. Yeah, that's weird. Why would they do that? Why would anybody write that? Just to, just to wake me up, I yeah. guess. But uh, if, there are, if there are rumors that like uh, Gusevic doesn't like Kurt Zuma... <laughs> I don't know what Gosh. game they're watching. I really don't know what game they're watching. He's the he's the he's the defender of the future there, because he's so big and he's so fast. He just yeah. needs to learn where to where to stand occasionally, but he can make up a lot. Uh, you know, some of his own mistakes because he's so athletic. Do you know how many clubs would just sprint to get him for five months? Like, a lot of Italian clubs are. And anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't think it's actually going to happen. But I'm just saying that rumor just knocked me out not, not, not knocked me awake i guess That's but crazy. it was 
but I thought you were going to say that they were going to buy Igalo. No. And then I was going to cry a little bit. Well, I mean, I think Dini would be the person to buy, not Igalo. He's not going anywhere. I I agree. <laughs> but for me, for me, the stopping those two is going to be very tough. And you know what? I if if, if Chelsea will have turned the corner if they say, you know what? We don't care if they score a goal. Yeah. We're going to score three again. Yeah. Nathan Ake Cal- is not going to play. You should note that because he's I, been a popular. Yep. Daily... Uh, popular for me. He scored 20 something points last week. Yeah. Of the, he was great. All that shouldn't have been. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think also, I, you know, th- th- that's one of those things where, you know, if Chelsea are very serious about making a strong push this year, which I don't think they should, but they, they would push for what? For trying to get like the top four or something, some astronomical goal that they can't reach. Um, you know, I would take Ake back from loan. Yeah. Pay the pay whatever the finest. Yeah, they won't. They won't. But I think Ake is their left back now of the future, which is good because they need one. All right, but uh, but uh, but uh, Chelsea here. Uh, you think it's him over Rockman? I hope it's Rockman, but I, I don't know. Yeah. At this, I honestly just don't know. Mm-hmm. Ake can play center back too. To be fair, that's where you started. Yeah. But um, but for me. This you take game, any Chelsea, Chelsea attackers here. That's that was that, that was the question I was just about to ask you. First of all, who will be the Chelsea attackers, and then secondly, um, you know, would you take any of them? I think it's going to be Costa, Willian, Pedro, and Oscar. So the same four as last time. Yeah. Is there any reason why anybody else should be in there? Unless Hazard is a miracle of recovery. If he's fit, do you think he deserves that spot? Uh, I don't think his first game should be at home. How's that? <laughs> it's hilarious. That's what it is. Um, I, could be, I just yeah, th- I there's so it. many. You just if you if you I mean, especially because you want to rotate your squad now, you know, at Manchester <laughs> United, you do. You uh, just you, you, I would if he doesn't play, be on I will the- write the player note that says that he's out, and I would literally just put in parentheses after his name feelings. <laughs> Hey, he has a hip injury. He knew it within 10 seconds. Hip, comma, feelings. Maybe I'll put heart. <laughs> Although that's more of a... Yeah, that actually could... That's actually a thing. thing. <clears throat> People have died for that. Anyway. That... Oh, I don't think he deserves the spot right now. I don't... Well, like I said, if, he, if he's going to use the spot, if they're going to give him the spot, don't give it to him at home. Not at first. Who do you... If he... If he is good and he starts, who who heads to the bench then? Pedro? No, I it's think Pedro or Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah. Because even in the last game, Oscar was only good for twenty minutes. Like that's been the problem with Oscar is has been his has been his consistency, which is yeah. why I think he should play further back. He should play in that Coutinho like role. But that's just me. Uh on the Watford side though, would you take anybody on Watford? I would take anybody who I would normally play. You, you, you're you're not convinced that Chelsea are back. No. Okay. It, it's it's less of that than the way that Watford's been playing, and I have somebody from Watford in my daily dose lineup. Oh, we'll that talk, I'll, I'll discuss then. We'll talk about it in a little bit then. All right, let's move on to another slobber knocker at ten o'clock. This one might be a drag it out fight. It's going to be Liverpool at home at Enfield against Leicester. Uh, I, I, the only thing I can predict is goals. Yeah. Well, I. 
the funny thing is you you predict goals because Leicester's playing, meaning oh, you know, when Leicester plays, there should be goals on both sides. But who scores them for Liverpool? I just don't understand. I'm very confused by this team. And they just look so different game to game. And I don't so, think it's... And Liverpool this morning have agreed to... I think they've agreed to buy a midfielder from yeah. Red Star Belgrade. Yeah. Uh, Gergic. I, I, want, I always want to call him Jerry Gergic from <laughs> the but that's totally not who it is. He... Um... The but, last I heard is his dad was hiding his passport because he doesn't exactly. want him to. His go. father's his father is actively trying to block that move, which yeah. to me, it, to me says something. I don't know what, but it says something about what Liverpool means to the world now. Maybe but, he just doesn't want to have to mow the lawn himself. It's a family so, thing. You never know. So Liverpool uh, in this one, <laughs> it's all <laughs> on. uh, but but Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool here, yeah, it's a good point. You know, you don't really know who's going to score. Nothing that's been predictable. It's also we. Well, yeah, exactly. Nothing's predictable. He, he, meaning Jurgen Klopp, has used Benteke up front. He's used Firmino up front. Sturridge. Sturridge when <clears throat> he had a minute. Origi has like played well off the bench in recent games, including a goal in that thrilling draw with West Brom. Um, so it's kind of. Like, I understand that he's still kind of, like, feeling his pieces out. But I feel like he doesn't... Because he doesn't know what works yet, I have incredible hesitation in taking... Yeah, in well, paying up for any yeah, of them. Right now, you're in the post-honeymoon stage of that relationship. Right. So, you know, you, there's going to be some ruffling of feathers. And we, we they just haven't fallen yet. So Yeah, and so they're... I'm not going to pay up for any of the Liverpool. I think I'd say I think Coutinho would be the safest one, but I actually think that there's a, I think there's a lot of value in the in the midfield. Yeah, Milner's still out, and I I've long given up on Adam Lallana to provide enough value. But I think you can make the argument for Coutinho. I like Henderson, and after that, I just I'm struggling to get a lot of confidence in these guys. I mean, Alberto Moreno yeah. has been, uh, you know, pretty oh, good yeah. from no, an no, offensive no, no, no. standpoint. He's, so. been, he's been good, not taking him. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend for him. Exactly, exactly. For someone you know, who, who you know is not getting a clean sheet. And for this slate, I mean, we literally have, I mean, I guess everybody. we skipped that Almost 745 game, but yeah. we weren't going to take anybody from Stoke United anyway. So you have all of the, we were talking about this before the podcast, like you have all of your upper tier options. Alexis Sanchez, I guess, is the only. I think you would take Butland if he was available to you. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I, I mean, I did, I mean, for my daily dose, I did, I did do a full, uh, we'll get to it later. Um, but yeah, for, for Leicester Liverpool, um, Leicester has just been too good offensively with two guys. Well, yeah, and Vardy's banged up, um, and I. He's been banged up. I don't want to hear that. I know. Well, I this, think this, he's... Well, this is this is the first of a, a long stretch of a very compact stretch of games. I think he'll miss one or one of them. That's right, and I'm I'm wondering what which one he misses. My guess is he misses Monday, or uh, do they play? They might play Tuesday or Wednesday. They play Tuesday, Tuesday. against Manchester City, so right. they 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 probably want him there for that one. Just because you know that's first first. Third or yeah, second. that's fair. He may miss the Burnmouth game at home. Well, which is the one on January second. I feel like if you're gonna, if you want him for that city game, you have to sit him now. No, I mean that's a quick turnaround for a player who's banged up, even with the extra day. 
I think it's – I mean when you look at practice schedules, you know, they're out there doing – you know, out there practicing pretty hard on that day anyway, whether there's a game or not. So right. it, it's that, one of the, that, Come on. That's much different. Let me last, I, let me I, ask you I, a different question. Do you have a Riyad well, Mahrez? I, I'm not saying he has to play 90 minutes in this sure. game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to play 90. He doesn't have to play 90 in the next game either. Does your opinion of Mahrez change if Vardy does not play? Oh. Really? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Wow. He can cross the ball to Uchoa or Okazaki just as well as he can to Vardy. But that's the that's the key thing about Mahrez is he's a creator and a scorer. But the the creator is dependent on somebody who can finish those chances, and Vardy is. I mean, come on, Vardy is leaps and bounds better than Uchoa and Okazaki. That's why we never talk about them for fantasy. Okazaki's been great though. He's been okay. No, 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 not not in fantasy terms. In real life, oh, he's been great. Sure. He's uh, he's done his job very, very well, and he has a lot of energy. Anyway, um, right, his job is to get out of Vardy's way. His job is to his job is to make sure that he has space, and he does, and he does it very well. Anyway, beyond that, that that is completely fantasy irrelevant. Um, you know, for the Liverpool side, obviously no forwards, no defenders. Yeah, I would take. A, there's definitely midfield value there, and then Leicester. You're, you know, outside of those two guys, you know, Mares and. And and Mara, yeah, Maris and Vardy. Um, who would is there anyone you'd take? Um, you got to look at, you know, Fuchs. Christian Fuchs and um, Albrighton is kind of hit or miss. I feel like so I I tend to stay away from Albrighton. If you're gonna yeah. end up paying up for crosses, I'd rather kind of try to find them elsewhere. Yeah, ah, absolutely. All right, let's move on though uh, to a game where the bookies for their lungs will need Sunderland to score a goal because a lot of bets are coming in on Manchester City to get a clean sheet here. Uh, Manchester City at the Etihad taken on the Black Cats of Sunderland, and good lord, are Sunderland terrible? <laughs> they, yeah, made really che- they made Chelsea look like Leicester. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vincent Company's supposed to be back too, which is bad not news for everybody thing. else. Not a good sign for for Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. they. City have really struggled without him defensively. Otamendi and Mangala together are just awful. Um, I was talking with somebody the other day about how uh, I think they are two of like the, were they the top two highest um, transferred defenders into the Premier League? Could be something like that. And we were saying it was just, it was absurd how much they paid for Mangala. And it sounds like, just the going rate for well, a, I think it was a if you a want Otamendi also, you're going to have to overpay for Mangala. It, it, no, I mean it's just those are that that's the rate that you pay when a lot of top clubs are interested in a player. That's what you're going to have to pay. It's it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, Cause, they've been cause, horrible because so. center back young center backs don't come around very often. They just yeah. don't. You know, look at John Stones. You get the you get the England tax on him too, so just whatever. Yeah. Um, so you know Manchester City, Sunderland. You take all your Manchester City options. You take zero Sunderland options, right? Not even Fabio Barini for that uh, uh, for like cheap garbage time goal. <laughs> I'm not gonna say zero Sunderland players. All right, well we'll get we'll get to that possibly in our daily <laughs> dose. It sounds like you know there's one that I always good. have to go to. All right, well we'll go. Oh my God, no you didn't. All right, we'll go. We'll, we'll, well, I'll have fun predicting that later. Okay, let's move on to another matchup that's going to be very well projects to be very one-sided. Uh, Spurs at White Hart Lane taking on Norwich. Um, you know, you got to like Harry Kane. You got to like all the Spurs options really here. So, is this the, the same analysis from Manchester City and Sunderland, but 
swap in Norwich and there's one midfielder who you may take? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Same. I'm not sure. That one midfielder from Norwich? Yeah. I wouldn't even... No. You wouldn't even bother? No, Okay. All right. So basically copy and paste Manchester City analysis, but put in Spurs instead of Man City and Norwich instead of Sunderland. Correct. Two very lopsided games, a lot of goaltending. Uh, you know, the most popular goalkeepers this weekend, I'm assuming, are going to be Joe Hart and Hugo Lloris. So we'll um, see how that plays out. And I know they're expensive, but when you have the win, when you want when you're trying to get a win with clean sheet potential, those are the two games that you're looking at. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, it's just I mean, it's just that simple. All right. Swansea improved last week. Uh, they looked better last weekend, but now they play West Brom, Tony Pulis. So uh, the offense may may struggle a little bit, but there's definitely some clean sheet potential here, don't you think, at the Liberty Stadium? Yeah, West Brom's going to be without James McLean and Solomon Rondon. Both picked up red cards. Um, they're going to miss the entire holiday period, actually. Which well, yeah, James McLean deserves to miss a very long time. Yep, yep. That was um, it was, it, a... it, it, it was like Odell Beckham. Except not it, it, like his it Odell soccer Be- equivalent of Odell Beckham. Yeah, except that I mean, yes, if he had actually connected the way that he really wanted to connect, he could have ended that. He could have ended someone's career. Yeah, that was ugly. That was that was, that really was an intentional leg breaking. I'm going to break your leg tackle. Yeah. Yep. It, it was irresponsible. It was very fortunate, you know, the outcome of of what happened and the fact that he had an argument. Yeah. To, is astonishing. You know, not, it's not astonishing. It's it's embarrassing and insulting. You know, just just uh, just you know, say you know, say your apologies to the guy you did it to, and then walk off. Mm-hmm. You, you accept that you've done something wrong because you you I mean, he has to have known that he had done something wrong immediately. Yeah. Uh, yep. And and if he doesn't, then he needs to miss even more time. <laughs> uh, it's. It, I hate seeing those tackles, and it's not the first time he's been involved in them. Yeah. Well, so it's it's extraordinarily frustrating to watch. It should never happen. Who right. do you think scores for West Brom? Since we know Lucas Fabianski does not. You'd have to say Sato Berahino. That's not what to. I thought you were going to say. But okay. Did, did, did you think I was going to say like Martin? Ol- uh, no, sorry, not yeah, Jonas Olsen. <laughs> I was going to. I was waiting for you to say heavy metal center back. No, I was going to wait. Uh, for you to say Chelsea's leading scorer own goal. No, no, that might not be Chelsea's leading scorer anymore though. No. Might it's be. Just, I don't know. It doesn't. Um, I, yeah, I don't know who, I mean, Barahino, it's almost like they're purposely not playing him so that Spurs don't come back in January as if they don't like already know how Chelsea's going good in January. Chelsea's going to make a bid on him. That's absurd. I agree, but it doesn't mean they won't make a bid on him. Yeah. They're not going to, he's not going there. I don't, I don't it, know why they don't sell him. If you're not going to sell him and you're not going to play him, like what's what point are you proving? That you don't sell your top assets. Do you think it's that they don't sell their top assets or they don't sell people who have bitched and moaned about being there? I have no idea. Uh, they, if they're trying, if they're trying to think they have more leverage than players, then they're then they're kidding yeah. themselves. That's bad business, though. Yeah. Get value for something you're not using. Well, obviously, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Anyway, on the Swansea side, is, uh, you know, Bafa Timigomi, Andre Ayu, any any value there? I I just do my best to find any player in their price range that I would rather have. Like I, I just don't. 
none of them inspire any confidence in me to get with the with the absence of Gary Monk, the who, the person who has suffered the most, John Joe Shelby. Oh, my boy. Yeah. When he came on the pitch last week, he looked great. He's except for his ear, that was horrifying. His what? Yeah, he had one ear that was like really bright red and oh. small. And when you have a bald head, that's really that's, all you yes, see. Yes, that's all you see. <laughs> so it was just horrifying. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, just uh, looking at the at DraftKings prices, like Bafitimi Gomi's at fifty five. I'd rather spend fifty three on Troy Dini or Dale Lefeu hey, or hey, five thousand. Hey, hey, let's wait a second for that. All right, I'm just saying I'd rather in in terms of Gomi's. There's no even there's a home no match against West Brom. Like I would rather find it somewhere else. And Andre Ayew. I mean, it, it's the same the same story. They're just guys I would rather I'd rather have it uh, the same or even cheaper. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Those are really the only two I'd consider. Yeah, I can get down with that. That's yeah. fine. All right, so uh, we have the twelve thirty game now. I'm assuming that there, there is no one else on Swans that you're talking about here. Maybe Kyle Naughton. Well, he lost his job to yeah to Ben uh, Wrangle. So yeah. On hell, ring hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Stupid. So no, no, I would not consider either of them. Ugh. The Swansea are such a mess. They're, uh, in the Nick, rele- they're in the relegation zone right now. Yeah. Nick Pittner did his Mondo goal targets this week and listed Ashley Williams because I think he's third now in interceptions, which on Mondo goal is, you know, you get points for that. You get them on DraftKings also, not as many, but um, yeah. Yeah. I think he'd be great on uh, a lot of other teams. Yeah, him and Winston Reed. I'm, I've, I've said it for a couple of months. If you want a cheap center back and you need center back help, Manchester City. Uh, that's. <laughs> I think they're okay actually. When now the company's back, I think well, company Otamendi yeah. oh, is pretty fine. Good. But what I'm saying is, if you, if you are looking for center backs, those those two. Yeah, Winston Reed, Ashley Williams. Okay, Ashley Williams less likely to go unless he's guaranteed playing time because Wales are going to be in Europe. Yeah, so. You know, you know, he needs to play, but um, not that they're know. not in Europe right now. But the no, Euro, Euro twenty sixteen. <laughs> but uh, you know, but Winston Reed, you know, as the New Zealand, you know, as a New Zealand international, I don't think they're in any major competition this summer. So, you know, if you need a depth guy, just yeah. he's been great. Yep. All right, uh, the twelve thirty game, Newcastle at home against Everton. I think there is a ton of fantasy Premier League opportunity here. Um, I, I don't think. I mean, let me let me. On the Newcastle side, but I think that there's, you know, uh, you know, for on the Newcastle side, I'll just give you names. Uh, I like Jan Mott, and especially because it's at home, I like Wijnaldum. He scored all of his goals at home, uh, and then, which is, you know, when we're talking about Newcastle, this that's a lot of people for Newcastle in a week that you <laughs> like. Um, but I also like Iosi Perez if he starts, which is just infuriating when he doesn't. Yep. But then on the other side, uh, for Everton, everybody. Well, Dale Le- Lefeu, Barkley, Aruna Kone, uh, Lukaku, Baines. Uh, the, you know, Seamus Coleman was not, not. He hasn't been great since Baines has come back, but you know there might be some value there for his price drops. Um, just not Tim Howard. <laughs> right. You didn't. Do you not like Mitrovic if he starts? Depends who he starts with. If it's him and Sim De Jong, no. Yeah. If it's him and Iose Perez, yes, I like it. Okay. Of the two of them, which do you start? I would start Perez because he gets crosses. Okay. It's a shame because you're rooting for the wrong thing there. We, we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. We, we talked who's about your, who's your t- 
top non-Lukaku pick from this game? Oof, that's tough. That's I mean, it's really, really it, is it? It's essentially Wijnaldum or Barkley, right? No. Or you think it's De Lafeo? Please don't say it's Kone, because you know it's not. I was going to say De Lafeo or Kone. I think De Lafeo is is definitely above Kone. Okay. And That's I don't fair. think you can make the argument that when all is behind oh, him. That's fair. That's fair. I think, but I would take. Yeah, I guess I. Yeah, you're right. I would take. I would take Wijnaldum over Kone. And you would take De La Feu over Wijnaldum, like in utility spot. We'll discuss that in a second. Actually, I don't know. It's <laughs> now that I think about it, it's closer. It's closer than I think. But that this go. This goes to show how much value there is in this game. Yeah. Yep. I think. My fear is that it's like the nationally televised zero zero draw. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I do sh- too. I strongly. I doubt hope it. it's not. Yeah. No, I strongly doubt it. Unless there's like a you know a storm of in the northeast of England of epic proportion. I don't think so. Okay. Yep. Which is possible. Yeah, I was gonna say that's possible. But the weather is certainly possible. But who knows you know. now? It's Seventy degrees in New York. God. The hold on, let me let me see let me see what the DraftKings weather predictor is supposed to be for this game. <laughs> I see a crescent moon and a cloud. I, yes, exactly. Because everybody nighttime. knows that you nighttime. never never fade Lukaku on a crescent moon. Nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> is it waning or waxing? Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, all right. I, I've lo- now I've lost my place. Okay, the, the Castle and Everton. Um, yeah, like I said, tons of value, especially in the midfield to me. And all, besides Lukaku, um, I think there's a ton of value here to be had. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, def- I would take no goalies in this one. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Southampton, the last game, uh, which is I think a 2:45 on Saturday. It so is Eastern, very, yeah. very, very rare to get a 2:45 on Saturday. Um, but Southampton are at home at the St. Mary's against Arsenal, the mm-hmm. team of the moment. Well, besides for Leicester, mm-hmm. um, who is going to? I mean, who is going to? Uh, against Manchester City, you had the rarity of both Olivier Giroud and Theo Walcott playing together and scoring. I think they're going to have the same lineup, and I think if Arsene Wenger is smart, yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. keeps playing this lineup and doesn't move from it. Well, he he gets bailed out because Alexi Sanchez is going to miss all these games. Right, right, right. So I think you have you have the opportunity to basically run these guys in the ground over this holiday break because they're going to get Cazorla back in you know February or whatever it is. But like they they have very good pieces that can come in when these guys need Are a break. Get tired. Yeah, yeah. Ramsey hasn't hasn't been playing all season, so he shouldn't have an issue. Um, Giroux and Walcott, you know, have been kind of in and out. So it's not like the, all of these guys have 18, 90 minute games in them, you know, on their, yeah. on their feet already. So I think there's every reason to just start these guys again, Joel Campbell, uh, on the, on one side with Walcott on the other. And then, you know, Ozil, Ramsey, Flamini. I mean, the, the only ones that I'm, that I worry slightly about are the, is the back four. Uh, not that they're not good or they're tired, but I think at some point they're going to have to give them a rest. But, you know, Callum Chambers and Debucci and Gibbs and, and Gabriel, like I think they're all okay enough that there's not a significant drop-off. Is Gabriel going to play? 
<clears throat> it's it'll only be in order to give Kashelny or Murder Sacker a rest. Okay, but I don't think it happens. Uh, I was in this about to game. say because if he because I mean this may not be the game where he would have uh, like a ton of value anyway. Yeah, but, they play Burnmouth on yeah. Monday, so like that maybe that's the. Yeah, well, Burmouth can score too. Anyway, on the Southampton side, is there anyone that you would be considering for this game? I mean, because Graziano Pelle, this is just the wrong time to play Arsenal, apparently. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to fit anybody in. There are. It's the same issue that I had with, um, well, not the same issue with Swansea, but it's the same concept that there are guys in their price ranges of the. It's really just Pelle, uh, Mane, and Tadic, I think, are the ones that you'd seriously consider. I guess Cedric too. But um, I just don't like them enough against Arsenal that I'm going to push other players to the side. Maybe if it was a smaller slate, but because we have so many games, I'm, I'm fading the South, Southampton guys. Yeah, I, I think you have to. It's unfortunate, but I think you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dusan Tadic, he may get some crosses. He may not play, too. Like, I agree. That's... I agree. There's, so a, building... there's a very there's a very low floor, and this is the and this is the game that's the latest, so you can't change. I was going to say you're, you're he's the third highest priced guy, so theoretically you could take him out and put in any of the Arsenal midfielders not named Mesut Ozil. But if you're if you want Tadic and he doesn't start, like you're, I mean, I guess you could throw Mane in there, but I don't know. I, I I just don't see enough. Not that I say, not that I think that they're not going to score at home against Arsenal, but like I don't. I'd rather take my chances elsewhere. I agree. All right, let's get to our daily dose. Let's do it. All right. Do 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 do. Uh, let me just pull up the that that was that was the daily dose song apparently. It it, it may sound like the beginning of the Price is Right, but maybe not. Okay, so we have our full slate except for the 7:45 game. I actually did a game where I did have the 7:45 slate, but I did change my lineup to reflect the. Oh, okay. I was going to say I, I probably wouldn't have taken Butland's the only one I would have taken from that. First and, and, and that's who, and that's why I switched out. Yeah. How much was so, he? Uh, I, I don't remember. Okay. I got to be honest. All right. Uh, okay. So at goaltender, I picked Adrian. So three straight clean sheets for West Ham, and they go against Aston Villa. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at 3,400, that's a total value to me. And then at 2,900, you can't not take Charlie Daniels at this point because he's crossing like a beast. Mm-hmm. And on the opposite side of that game for Crystal Palace, I took Joel Ward. So mm-hmm. very, very rare that I just don't care about clean sheets anymore. Yeah, he shouldn't. Um, so I took Joel Ward for eight. Uh, so 3,300. And then I took Daryl Yonmott hmm. of Newcastle. Hey, why not? He, he, I, I mean, Everton, they will give up crosses. Yeah. So the Yonmott at 3,900 is the most expensive defender slash goalkeeper I took. Okay. Uh, I also took Adrian, and I also took Daniels. I spent 3000 for Adam Smith, who's playing on Daniels' thought, other side. I thought about that, too. And my last spot, I had kind of money not hardly left over. I have close to no money, and um, I ended up spending twenty four hundred on Danny Simpson, who plays opposite Christian Fuchs for Leicester. Yep. Um, I have four hundred bucks left over, which doesn't really get me anything. Gets me a bunch of center backs, basically. Uh, my hope is that there's some squad rotation, and I can grab somebody cheap. But if not, the the only other one that I considered was twenty six hundred bucks for Pablo Zabaleta, who is back. There's just there's no guarantee that he starts. Yep. There, there, there's a Bakary Sanya problem there. You're right. So 
so now I have Simpson just to make sure I'll, I'll also give a quick preview that I don't spend more than $4,000 until my forward and two utility spots. I tried to go very top heavy for this lineup. Interesting. Go ahead. <clears throat> so my midfielders are Jan Mvila at 3,900. Oh. Jordan Henderson at 4,000. <laughs> Would you like to convince me out of Mvila? Who had 15 crosses two games ago. It's just they'll never have the ball. The, the, I, we we talked we talked about it in the analysis portion. There, there's no one there. Okay, I think at 3,900, the only other person I would consider is um, Dan Gosling at 3,700. Um, <laughs> no, I considered Michael Antonio at 33, but he hasn't really done anything. Um, I thought briefly for CM uh, De Jong, but. The upside is just not high enough for me, and uh, so I went there. And yeah, Jordan, yeah, Jordan Henderson at four thousand, and uh, I spent twenty eight hundred on Ikechi Anya, who is going to start in Nathan Ake's spot. And with the way that Watford crosses, I'm hoping that I can get a little value out of him, and not the zero points he's put up off the bench the last two games. Oh boy. We're really reaching here. Uh, I can't wait to hear your top pick, your top players. <laughs> I think there's a lot of reaches going on here. Yep. Um, I'd call this you're, my you're going GPP line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're you're really going for it. All right. So my midfield, like first name in the lineup. I don't care what he costs. Riyad Mahrez. Mm-hmm. Um, eighty six hundred is very high. Yeah. Um, it's really starting to get out of control, but it, it doesn't matter when you average the point number of two players. I will pay two player price. Okay. So. You know, two players at 4,300 will not get me the same amount of points as Riyad Mahrez does at 86. They just won't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have Deli Ali at 4,300. Mm. I have Jason Punchin at 4,800. Just because you listed the injuries in the 50-50s and the guy that's left mm-hmm. is Jason Punchin or mm-hmm. Wilfred Zaha. So I just I took Punchin, though. Yeah. Because he gets more crosses. I would, too. Yeah. And I actually have two midfielders in the utility spots. Okay. I also have Jordan Henderson. Mm-hmm. So 44,000, I think he's the focal point of that offense now. Yep. Um, and I also have Jorginho Wijnaldum mm. for Newcastle. Um, look, he tends to score his goals at home, and they're yeah, at no, home. I, I, defense I get that it. gives up goals. So I get it. At 5,000, I think that's the, that's that's a reach I'm willing to take. Yep. You know, you are really swinging. <laughs> it's so, actually going to get worse. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, let's hear the let's hear the rest of your 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 all star lineup. Here. <laughs> this it, it better get a lot better soon. I'm <clears> assuming <throat> there's going to be like a Lukaku and a Vardy here. But let's I see. have thirty two hundred dollar forward in Nikisa Yelovich, who I thought about Okazaki actually at thirty four hundred, but um, I actually originally had Enter Valencia, who is at excuse me because I lost him here. Enter Valencia is at thirty eight. I rearranged my lineup that I can no longer get him. So Yelovich is going to be the guy right now. Um, I, I'm i hoping if he starts, I'm basically taking the starting striker against Aston Villa, which I think is kind of an easy plug-and-play for 3,200. And then um, so I built all of those guys because at that point I could take three of whoever I wanted. Um, and so I looked... And basically the top three guys that I decided in this slate were Harry Kane, Riyad Mahrez, and Sergio Aguero. 
Ah, there we go. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why there's such garbage below it. But I got to the point where I literally had enough money for three guys, any three guys that I wanted. I, li- and... I like the two different strategies that we took. That's definitely two different ways to go about this. Yeah. If you want a differential lineup, I think yours is the one. I really do. <laughs> why would you I think, think... Ikechi well... Anya is a differential lineup? No, I'm kidding. Uh, would you oh, disagree that Mares, Kane, and Aguero have the best matchups? I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. The only other one I consider, well, <clears throat> well Lukaku. It, Lukaku and Ozil are the only other ones that I thought Lukaku of. Lukaku specifically. Ozil, because he doesn't score goals yet, or a lot of goals. But he. I understand. He, he has something every game. He's like Mares. I get it. I with get not it. as much upside. I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. Um, I mean, Mares has the added bonus that he I mean, it, it's looking more and more likely he'll be going double double in goals and assists yeah i Just i'm going insane. to seriously consider dropping Mares if vardy doesn't play i'm not i'd captain him <laughs> I'd, I'd go the other way the only guy i wish i could fit in that i can't because i don't think the drop is big enough is willian yeah i think if, if vardy doesn't play i think you'll see Mares with like 15 crosses Maybe he may he may not score a goal, but he'll get the crosses to make up for it. Fifteen crosses, fifteen points for eighty six hundred isn't enough. Well, he'll get he, the three shots. I mean, he'll I, do. He does other things. <laughs> he won't get just the fifteen points or crosses. You I, know, I think I think he needs to score or get an assist to make value. And I don't think he at twenty six hundred. How many points do you think he needs to score? At eighty six hundred, yeah. he's got to hit twenty. Well, he averages twenty three. He averages 23 with Vardy on the field. I, I, I hesitate. All right, we'll, we'll find he, out. He has we'll, three games of at least 26 the best, the best, right now, the and the three before this, that were 15 and under. The best part about this game is that we can find out. Yeah. Okay, now I need to mention my two forwards because I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I have. Uh, I, I went similar vein. I didn't, I'm, I'm not criticizing Yelovich. I think it's fine if he starts for sure. Uh, but Zarat, I, I yeah. picked Meryl Zarat. So yeah. I, I, if I could fit Zarat. Yeah, I would. But... would have. And I picked Theo Walkup wow. at 5000 Wow. It's a good price. Yep. It's a really good price. I agree. And if he plays out wide, I think that's his better natural position, even though he doesn't think so. Yeah. So I think you're, I think, I think what you're hearing right now is the sting and the, and the, the, the slight embarrassment of Andrew Laird that my team is so much better than his, which oh, means. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Which means, which means that my team will score a grand total of five points. Yeah, <laughs> something terrible we'll is see. going to happen to everybody. We'll Riyad Mahrez will get a red card in the third minute. Uh, Minus Adrian five, five goals. Yeah, just like you know, just all sorts of craziness is going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be such a fun Boxing Day. Yeah. Oh, so I, I mean, the ten o'clock slate itself is tremendous, and then you get the I think the Everton game is uh, at at 12.30, which is also another great game. And then Arsenal, Southampton. Like they, they really backloaded this. Yeah, they did. So well. Um, so, you know, kudos to the Premier League. I think, I, I hope that there's a lot of people watching and there's going to be, I hope that a lot of people play. And I hope that you listen to my lineup more than Andrew's because I think you'll win more money with it. But uh, on that note, we will end this special edition, the, uh, the, the, the Boxing Day special of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We will be back with you on Sunday to preview That's all the, <laughs> yep, to preview all the games coming up 
very, very shortly thereafter. So stay tuned on Sunday to get more of your the fantasy goodness that is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We'll catch you on Sunday. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide. In theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.